0: Welcome to Unorthodox Perspectives with your host, Luke Burrows.
1: I think like your mission, your vision, your purpose, your passion, it's all, it's all interlinked.
0: And Leroy Mabonga. Discipline is the best step to control. All
1: right guys, welcome back to Unorthodox Perspectives and today I'm really happy we have Max uh, Hindor on the show and I've been following Max, um, not stalking him on Instagram but you know just just for following him, his awesome content and everything um, on Instagram. So definitely check him out. We'll kind of give all the links later, but um, over there. And yeah, love his content, love what he is doing. So had to bring him on. Max, thank you so much for joining us today. No
2: problem at all. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have a place where I can spread my message at the end of the day.
1: Absolutely. And Leroy, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um,
0: I'm, my week has been good. My work has been good. <laughs> I can't, can't put my words out. But yeah, man, um, I'm excited. Like, you know, like from what Mark was just telling us before we started, like, you know, it's about making those fast moving um, changes going forward. You know what I mean? And I'm excited to get into today's uh, talk with Max. Awesome. So Thanks, much. Share.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So, um, you know, for those who don't know who, who you are, if we kind of dive into, who you are a little bit about yourself. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that kind of will, um, dive into like a lot more of, um, the things we're going to be talking, talk- talking about, um, mm, yeah. because of, I feel, you know, as you just said before, it really relates to your story and your journey in that. But if we kind of go back to, um, I suppose like basics, like who is Max and, uh, yeah, we're then dive into the journey and, and really unpack that.
2: Definitely, definitely. So I'm um, i just been on this journey of self-discovery for a while after I pretty much just hit my rock bottom. And rock bottom's different for everyone. And for me, it was it was um, a lot of violence, a lot of anger, um, a lot of a lot of drugs. And that was my life. That was what I was around constantly. That was what I was interested in. And it was because I lost a friend when I was thinking I was about sixteen. So I broke my back when I was sixteen. And that same year, I lost a friend. Um, on I used to ride motorbikes and my initial thing was i'm gonna die anyway so why don't i just enjoy myself and my form of enjoying myself was just go crazy literally just go crazy so it started with the generic smoking weed then it led to a lot of drinking then it led to cocaine ecstasy all, all of them all pretty much everything um and that was that was a really it was all it was at the end of the day was an escape from reality i didn't like who i was i didn't like where i was going um, i didn't really Wanna, I wanted to be successful one day, but I didn't know how to, I didn't really know. And I was like, I'm never gonna do it. I don't know anyone, I'm just gonna just enjoy my, enjoy myself to what I thought enjoyment was. And that led me down a road that was pretty painful really, because it led me to a, a few times where I was literally laying there in bed shivering and shaking i was literally stick thin because i hadn't been working out i was really skinny really unhealthy um and i was literally shaking laying in bed shaking my mom's like do you want to come out to to a barbecue and i was like it was a beautiful day and i'm literally laying i was like no i'm just really tired but the fact was i hadn't slept all night and i I got home at nine o'clock still drove home on drugs still um and from that day i sort of was looking like how can i change because i don't like this i really don't like this and I started coming off the drugs slowly and it was quite slow in fairness, which gave me a lot of anxiety um, and a lot of fear of just like, well, what what if, what if this happens? What if that happens? And constant fear. Like I remember sitting there one day and like just constantly looking over my shoulder, just like, what is going to happen? Like something's going to bad is going to happen. And you can't put your finger on it. And I don't know if either of you two have ever had anxiety before. And it really is that, you can't explain it. It's, it's just like walking down the dark alley at night and then you don't know what's going to happen. Like for all you know, there could be a gang of people that are going to beat you up and that's you, you go to the worst case scenario. You always tend to go there. And again, that sort of led down the road of like, I just feel, felt depressed. I was just like, I don't want to do anything. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And then fast forward a few months later, my dad actually um, beat up my mum, which may sound harsh, but that was a massive wake up call. So I was like, I'm following in his footsteps. I'm drinking a lot. I'm fighting a lot. Um, I'm taking a lot of drugs and that's exactly what he does. So I looked at it and I was like, I need to stop. I need to make a change. And it, don't get me wrong, it wasn't just like overnight. I went, oh, that's it. I'm going to go spiritual. I'm going to love my life every day. It didn't happen that fast. But it made me realize I need to make these changes. And that's when I came across Tony Robbins. And I'm sure you guys are familiar with Tony Robbins. And he absolutely changed my life. I watched, I guarantee, I've probably watched every Tony Robbins video on YouTube possible because um, I just loved his stuff. And it gave me hope. And the way that I explain hope is, it's like you're in the sea, in the ocean, and you've got like a, a little rubber ring or something like that that you're holding on to. The hope that, of his story of how he made the changes was that rubber ring for me. I could see land a few miles away, but that hope gave me the ability to sort of steer myself there without wearing myself out, without like literally nearly killing myself to the, to the extent of, I need to make these changes. And yeah, then, it, then that really started my discovery to where I am
1: today. Amazing man. Um, L- Leroy, do you have any questions?
0: No, I'm just taking it in my face. <laughs> <it> uh,
1: <laughs> okay, um, well, so I suppose f- for me, um it- us kind of touch upon the Tony Robbins point when you discovered him and then started to discover more mm. like self discovery, personal development. How did you discover him? I suppose, um, is the first thing I- I'm-, I'm interested in. Was it, and also like discovering him, um, I suppose you already made so did you already make the decision internally like uh to be I don't know like open, open-minded open I suppose the point I'm trying to get at is like if that's your if that was your reality I'm and I see it quite often like I think it's hard for people then to picture something else you know and a lot yeah. of like personal development you know they may come across these people um but then it's something different to actually taking their advice or doing mm, mm. kind of what they're you know if, if it's in the books you know I've read his books you know if that makes sense I'm kind of interested yeah. in, in first like yeah. how you started to come across him and then just then started to implement some of the things that he was um, yeah sharing ultimately
2: yeah so the way I came across him actually I just found him on YouTube and it's not like he's a YouTuber it's not like he's mm. like posting content every day it was other people were posting his content and. I started, I literally watched one video and I was like, oh, I don't know what, I don't know what it is about him, but I like this guy. I love his energy. He's powerful. He's strong. He's everything that I want to be. I always wanted to be sort of like the top dog. I always wanted to be mm-hmm. the, the alpha male, but now I don't really care about that, to be honest. It's not really um, my, my intentions, but originally I was like, I want to be the alpha male. I want to be, I want to be known. I want to be seen. I want to be heard. I want to be listened to. I want to be inspiring. Um, and I always really wanted that, but I didn't really know how to. And when I came across him on YouTube, I was like, this guy just speaks the truth. And I listened to his story and I was like, that's literally the same as me. Like mm. he, he hated school. He hated um, his life. His, his, his home life was awful. All of this. And I'm just like, so if it's possible for him to change, why can't I change? And that's what I started to ask myself. So when I say to anyone, how do you want to change? Find someone who you admire, listen to their story. And you've got to know their story just to, just to get that hope again, like that rubber dinghy getting you in the ocean. And when I came across his stuff, it was just like, right, what more can I learn from him? And initially, like I said, I, I didn't have much willpower, but I, I said to myself, I need to change. How do I change? So I'm looking, I'm like, right, can, can someone do it for me? And at the end of the day, no one's going to do it for you. And I started to listen to a lot of his stuff. And it was like, one of the first things was be, uh, change your expectations for appreciations. Be grateful for the little things. I never had much like I wasn't poor like it's not like I couldn't eat or anything well there was one week that I couldn't but it wasn't like we didn't have a house to sleep in or I didn't have a car like I always had that stuff but I never really appreciated all the little things I had a bed to sleep in every night Mm -hmm. I I was able to go on a like I think it was like an iPhone 4 I had at the time I had an iPhone do you know what I mean like like then they may not be the the most incredibly amazing things but I had something and I started to look at myself and I remember I was sitting, looking at my car one day and it's not an amazing car. I've still got the car today, just a little polo. And I, I said, I was like, Joe, you know how grateful I am for that car. Like, it's not expensive, it's not a Ferrari, but it's allowed me to drive places, It's allowed me to get to places, It's allowed me to go to work, it's allowed me to do this, it's, it's given me freedom. And I started looking at little things I could be grateful for. And then it was really the realization of where he said, you need to make the decision the decision today that I will live. And i got a tattoo um, on my on my um, side and it says um, what is truly meant for you will not pass you if you stay on the right path. And reason being is you need to make that decision today and just stay on that path. It may take one year, it may take 10 years. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take. It's do you really want it? And someone who really wants it won't say, I'll just give it 30 days. And if it doesn't happen, then I'll just quit. That They don't really want it. And that was really my driving factor was, Do I really want this? Yeah, I'm going to do absolutely everything in my power to do this, and I've done that ever since. And I've never really been in a full time job, so money was always here and there. And five years into sort of my um, my journey, which is to today, uh, five six years, this is really the only year that I've started to earn decent money. And it was hard. It was hard. It was it was it was a massive struggle for me. It was always a constant burden of what if I can't pay for stuff? What if I can't do this? I can't go out. I can't eat. And it did get to the point where I couldn't eat because I didn't have any money. and now, after listening to his stuff, it was that decision. Make that decision today that life will go one way, and that's the way that I say it's going to go.
1: Yeah, for sure, man.
0: Leroy? No, nah, it's, it's like um, listening to your story and just... When you spoke about your, the, the dinghy, like, you know, imagine... It's like sometimes we, we're in this ocean, right? And there are some people that are, they found land like, let's say, Tony Robbins, and he throws out a dinghy out in the ocean. Do you know what I mean? Anyone can grab hold onto that, you know? Anyone can find some way of inspiration from what he's constantly throwing out out there, mm-hmm. right? And as you said, like, it's like you're seeing land from afar. It's mm-hmm. like through all that, like, inspiration and motivation and encouragement, you know, you, you, you see yourself getting closer. You know what I mean? You're not so focused on what's been dragging you down. The fact that mm. you're trying to swim against the tide, the fact that there's so much, you know, going on around you, you, you can't really have any breath. Like sometimes you just feel like you're so under uh, like yeah. deep in some waters, you know, you just don't see a way out. You mm. know, to think think, you know, on a beautiful day, you are in your bed shivering. You know, that 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 strikes a chord, man. Like imagine. Mm you know, you're really deep in your life because now it's like, okay, how long can I sustain like this? Trying to swim against the tide against, you know, you're really trying to swim against the tide because if you think when you are doing those things that you can intentionally see that it's detrimental to yourself, it's almost like you're swimming against the tide. Now you, you're swimming against the good, that path you're saying like that, you need to stay on you just make a decision. And just stay on it, because now when you flow through the right path, right that's your path right mm-hmm. what's yours will never pass you exactly you know what's yours will never pass you what and as we have this like you said, if you find somebody you can look to and just find that encouragement that you know somebody you can admire, those are those people now that give you a, a they, they sort of shine a light. On the path that you're meant to take exactly. they don't they're not telling you word to word like um um i see what you're saying they look like you know how do you then practically use that information how do you practically then mm. like you know engage with it and actually see change in your life and it's that 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 site now that you have for land you know that site you have for land now it helps you like take whatever you're getting to just use that little bit of energy to get you closer to that goal yeah. that you can get to, you know, yeah. and it's, it's having that. And I guess that's why you, you know, it's good to listen to this. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I listen to this um, gratitude video on YouTube. There is about an hour long every morning, right. Mm-hmm. It's just saying, thank you. It's just saying, thank you. Thank you for my arms. Okay. Thank you for my fingers, for my body, for my eyes, you know, just having that, that mood of gratitude already, you know, puts you in a different mood, you know? So, it's it's things like that and hearing what what you went through like how how could you if you were to speak to that person you were before you took that change how Mm. would you what would you say to them to Mm. help them see you know (laughs) i've got the
2: perfect answer i've got the perfect Mm. answer no one's going to do it for you no one and that was the biggest realization when i was like I literally sat there and I was like, no one's going to do this for me. I was like, first of all, I was like, oh man, I want someone to do it for me. But I was like, oh, this is going to be so hard. But no one is going to do it for you. That, like, there's a slim, slim, slim chance. Maybe, like, there are, are people that have had great things that have, like, like, manifested and appeared in their life. But the biggest thing is, we're responsible for our own life. When I understood that that was when I could take charge because I like I've, I've started about 10 businesses in the past. This is the only one that's really or the second one that started to prosper. Um, my first, the first few businesses, I would literally write up business plans and I would meet people. Um, and I've always been like interested in trying to network with like wealthy individuals. I was like, I want to like build a business and I would go to people with business plans. And they'd sit down and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, and I'd be like, right, sweet, that's it. I'm sorted now. I've got a business. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. It's gonna work. It's gonna prosper. I'm gonna be rich. That was literally all my goals back then. Every single time they sort of said, yeah, 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 and then they never really got back to me. And that was like three or four people. And it took me like five people. I'm, I'm the the fifth person that I found is now mentoring me in in business. Um, I haven't seen him due to coronavirus, but I, I'm I used to see him pretty much um, most days, and really just speak about how to grow my business and and stuff like that. And he's been mentoring me, but that took me five people. And I saw an analogy the other day. Imagine a deck of playing cards and all you're looking for is the ace of spades. It could be after the 52nd person, or it could be after the first person. Every time you're flipping a card, okay, now it's a 10 of hearts. Now it's a seven of diamonds. That's a seven of clubs. That's the eight of spades. Oh, look, there's the ace of spades. And hap- it happened to be the fifth person that I started um, really trying to speak to that is um, do, do, like, very well for, doing very well for himself, um, extremely incredible guy, and has really helped me direct my business into, into one way. Um, mm-hmm. But there's different people online that you can find that have helped me direct my mind, uh, my body, my soul into, into the way that I'm going. But the biggest thing is um, really going to, no one's going to do it for you. We need to take charge. And like you said about gratitude, Leroy, the, bi- the biggest thing about gratitude is it's the highest state of receivership. When you live in a state of gratitude, you start to attract more into your life. And the analogy I always use is imagine going to a restaurant and the the waiter comes over and you're just sort of sitting there, you're just not facing them. And you're like, yeah, yeah, put the drinks down, put the drinks down. And you're just being very rude. That way is probably not going to give you the best service possible versus if you're sitting there, you're going, oh my God, thank you so much. Here's a tip. Um, you're brilliant. I really appreciate you. They may give you a free drink. They may give you a free dessert or whatever it is, because you're being grateful for the waiter. And I say, I say to people, see the universe as your waiter. The universe will give you whatever you want, but you've got to truly be there. You've got to believe it, feel it, be it. And when you live in that state of gratitude, you will receive it.
1: Yeah, I love that, man. Um, I mean, one of the questions and one something that I always um, am interested in, especially with journeys like yourself. Um, is how important environment is mm. you know so, so obviously back then you were in that em- environment obviously you mentioned your, your dad was um into the same type of things i'm sure mm-hmm. that probably had an impact on yourself um mm-hmm. did you have to or how did you then start to change your environment you know because people may want to change but obviously i mean i know you moved i don't know if that was part of That journey. Um, but you know, for some people, you know, they may have to move, right? And so that could be a huge big step for them, and you know, so much out of their comfort zone and and everything. Mm. So I'm really interested in your take on the environment and how important um role that plays in somebody actually changing their life.
2: Yeah, yeah. So environment is one of the biggest things. Reason being is you become, and I'm sure you guys have heard this, you become the five people you hang around. Now, not necessarily the people you physically are around. That's why we've got audiobooks, That's why we've got YouTube videos, podcasts. You can sit down. And for example, if someone listening to this podcast, theoretically, they're having a conversation with what I'm talking about. So that like they're having a conversation with they're just not able to talk back they, they can consume the information. So that's why I went full out with surrounding myself with Tony Robbins, with audiobooks, with books, with um, videos, all these people. That's how I changed my environment. Cause initially I, I couldn't, I couldn't move. Um, I didn't have any money. I was literally absolutely broke, I had no job. I left my job because I didn't want to be there. I hated it. Um, and I started to move away from my group of friends. Now, when my dad did all the stuff that he did when he beat up my mum and he really sort of left left us, we sort of just said, we don't want to see you anymore. And I haven't seen him for five years now. Um, but we sort of just went, that's it, we don't want to see you because you're so toxic in our life. Like, it's not like you're just negative, you're toxic. You're literally dragging us all down. Um, you're really, really affecting us. His half of the family took his side, so we don't see them either. So, again, we see that as sort of a blessing. But one of the biggest things is when you begin to raise your vibration to that of happiness, uh, joy, abundance, freedom, things start to fall away naturally. And it happened to be that my family that were toxic started to fall away. They just started to fall away. And then my friends, again, I I I haven't seen any of my friends for years now, um, or my old friends from school. I, I haven't seen any of them. Not that they're bad people. It was just my goals weren't what they wanted. They wanted to go out and party. I didn't. I I, I fell out of love with that. I didn't enjoy it. Um, The only reason I did it, and I had to take cocaine whenever I did it, because I couldn't talk to people. I was so shy. So when I started to just say, I I literally used to say to them, no, I've got no money. I can't come out, which then began to manifest into my life. Um, But I just used to literally just avoid it. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to to be rich. That was literally all I wanted. I want to be rich. I want to be rich. That's it. And if you look at some of my goals, you'll see like at the end of 20, I want to say 2015, it was like, buy this watch, go on this holiday, buy this car. Didn't hit it. But the next year, same goals, buy this watch, buy it, go on this holiday, buy it. And then a few years after now, it's just like, I don't need anything. I really don't like right now. I don't, I don't desire for anything. Like one day I'll have it, but I don't need it right now. Like
1: So no Max, what's changed about. there? What's changed there? Like if that was some of your goals back then, is it just like mm-hmm. your const your constant, personal development and growth has changed? Or did you, or, or, you know, through that process start to look deeper than just those material things?
2: Kind of both. I mean, originally it was cause I went from always just wanting to start a business to then going completely spiritual and just, like I don't want to ever touch business again. I just want to go and meditate with monks in mountains. That was it. <laughs> and, and then I, that was literally my thoughts. Um, and then I went to Peru last year, um, and, and so the year before that was the year that I really started to go, okay, I don't need the watches. Like I still want them. I still love cars, watches, and I will have that stuff one day, but that's not a desire for me to have immediately. I don't want to like hurt myself financially to buy a watch that I might have to sell because I could use that money to invest in something like that. I'm more interested in creating wealth than looking rich. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so for me, like it really made that term where I went, that's it. I just want to become more, more spiritual. And I went, I don't need anything. I was like, I don't want anything. I don't want uh, cars. I don't want watches. I don't want anything at all. And I started to look at it. And, I, and then when I came back after going to Peru and taking ayahuasca, I don't know if you guys have heard of it? No. No? So it's it's, it's a it's a hallucinogen that is just extremely, extremely intense. Um, and it's very similar to, have you heard of DMT? Yeah. Yeah? So DMT, basically the DMT... Um, leaves are in ayahuasca so that's what creates the power of ayahuasca and it allows you to open up uh, very spiritually for me it was an extreme experience and it was um if anyone is ever interested in doing it I always recommend do research because it is a very intense experience um and for me it it was like a healing it was it was plant medicine what they call it and like I said it was a healing for me to literally break everything down literally lose lose my whole um just everything. It, it made me face my deepest fear, which a year on I realized, and I was like, I've faced my darkest fear. What can actually scare me now? Like Nothing. But the change really was understanding that I don't need anything right now. I don't need stuff to be happy. I wanted stuff. I thought having a Ferrari would make me happy. I thought going to all these holidays would make me happy. But then I realized if I can be happy now, all the other stuff would just be a bonus. And that, it was that realisation. All well, that stuff's just a bonus. It's, it's not essential to our happiness. And the, the, the truth is, when you begin to feel happy in here, nothing can hurt you. Nothing. And it's like a new car won't make me happy. It will make me excited. And I, I agree, it will make me excited. But that would last a couple of months. Just like when you get a new phone. Like when I first got my new phone, I was like, oh, I'll put that down slowly. Now I'll, ch- and I'll just chuck it on the bed. Because I'm used to it. And that's what it is when you begin to get that realization of I'm used to this stuff that I've just bought. Like when I started to make a bit of money, I bought a new computer. So I've got a new computer. Initially I was excited, but now I use it every day. So I just kind of, it's, it's just me. It's just part of my, my day to day life. Um, and I've seen people in the past, one of my old friends, he bought a new car and he was spending 500 pounds a month on this car and he was earning a thousand pounds a month. And I was actually looking at it. I was like, so you're leasing a car for 500 pounds you're literally in so much debt to your work. You can't, you can't quit work. Like, there's no chance of you quitting work. You have to stay there. And if, if you wanted to go traveling, you can't, you, you're stuck with a contract mm-hmm. in your car. Um, and I was just like, I never ever want to be stuck paying for something mm-hmm. that maybe just made me excited to start with because it doesn't make, it doesn't create happiness.
1: Hey, do you have any um, questions? No,
0: no, I've got no questions, man. <laughs> I've got no questions, but it's um I think from I mean we you started speaking about environment, but everything you've just spoken, like, you know, it's it leads on to like what we spoke on last week as well about your mental environment. Like yeah. having that space to actually be to be happy within yourself. Like, you know, I just be happy. Everything else becomes a bonus you know things that actually do not sustain that happiness start falling off Mm -hmm. like you know people that 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 may have um found that they can take advantage of your sadness can see that they can't now because your frequencies change like Mm -hmm. there's this chart i saw once that had like a chart of like um consciousness level in a way of like from depression like deep Mm -hmm. like you know all the way to, like, um, the highest of consciousness, in a way. And, you know, that ranged from sadness to happiness, you know, to, you know, enlightenment, you know. Mm. But, you know, when I was looking at that chart, and, you know, you, you think to yourself, like, these states, like, we actually we actually go through them, but sometimes we don't want to acknowledge them. We don't want mm-hmm. to be aware of them, you know. And what they come with we then generally like just react to those things. Like, so now if you are in that state where people can just take advantage of like, you know, they, they will see that, yeah, you are sad or they will see that, you know mm-hmm. what, let's go up. They mm-hmm. can just come to you and they know that you will bend. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But when you start coming up to points where you found boundaries within yourself that actually help you to stay in a state of peace as well you know mm. like you you it's like you grow you you break bounds as well i don't mm. know if that makes sense like you you grow like when uh what luke was asking like okay like when did that switch change to mm. now you don't even think about those watches cars and whatever not you know like those things are there but yeah consciousness like that level of awareness just broke into new bounds of like understanding of self Mm -hmm. like actually like you the way that sometimes we attach ourselves to those things like now you've got a contract you've got to stay at work you have to pay half your money to Mm -hmm. just keep that car on the road right and then you may say you have aspirations but because of the contradiction that you're finding yourself in that what you have to do practically is not matching up what with what you want, you know, theoretically or mentally or you know in that space of like you know possibility. It it mm-hmm. just puts you in this place where you are now in a very you um, you are in a state that's easily like you know influenced. Mm. You know what I it's mean? It's your ego.
2: It's your ego at the end of the day. Mm. It's like why, why do we want this car? realistically most people want the car because they're like i want to look cool i want to i want to be the show off and like they may not say that out loud but deep down that's why people want all these things what why do um what why why does that why do you want that new that new iphone because i want to have the newest technology so that people um so are people impressed by me and I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard gary v say stop buying things to impress people you don't even care about because you probably like those people that have those new cars they're probably getting out like yeah i'm cool i'm cool i'm cool and it's just like is, is that really what you want? Um, and at the end of the day, like you look at the the extremely wealthy people, they don't show up in Lamborghinis, they don't show up with the new Rolex, they don't show up um, in Gucci, Louis Vuitton, they don't do it. Um, so we, we need to, and, and don't get me wrong, I love all that stuff, I love cars, I love watches, I love Louis Vuitton, I love all that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't try to, the only reason I do it is for me. I, I, I stopped buying anything for the sheer fact of I don't want to try and impress people, I just want to be happy with me. And now I buy that stuff. Um, and again, I don't buy much of it, to be honest. I don't really have, like, if anything, I'd rather buy a fake Louis Vuitton bag if I wanted a bag. Um, and and I've, I've got a fake Louis Vuitton bag because I just, like the, I just like the bag. And I'm happy to say that. I'm not saying, oh, this is a real bag, because it's not, and I don't care. Um, I just like the bag. Um, but I don't do it to impress people. I do it because I like the stuff. And I, I really like this stuff. Some people, they, 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 they do it just to impress other people when at the end day they, they're trying to impress people that they really don't even like. And it's just like, yeah, I want to be cooler than him. I want to be better than that person. I want to um, be more prestige than, than him and her. And it's just like, that's going to be draining for you for the rest of your life. If you're constantly living in that state of trying to beat people, I don't get me wrong. Healthy competition is good. And I always say, compete with yourself. Compete with like how bet how much better you can be. But when you start competing with, let me let's say for example, I was competing with you, Leroy, and you have all the knowledge in the the field of your the the perfume, the aftershave, the the scent you were talking about. It wouldn't make sense for me to do that because I don't have a passion in it. Um, I don't I like I don't know how to I don't know how to do it, and it's not something I would be interested in. So if I was trying to compare myself with you in that sense, it's it's illogical because you enjoy it. You're you know how to do it, and the, well, the biggest thing is that you enjoy it um People do things because they want to impress people, and at the end of the day, they do it and they they go at the detriment of their mental health, and they stop doing it because they love it. They do it because they they see they should be doing it and stuff like that, which at the end of the day is is really sad. It's really sad
1: to see. So for me, I think like how how do I say this? Everyone kind of wants that happiness that you're talking about, right? I think you know. Um, however they and, and, and maybe you've just answered the question you know they then mm-hmm. get into certain habits and certain routines and you choose that job and that and then they stay in it because they should i'm just kind of interested in your take on why then people um make decisions that actually like Leroy was talking about goes completely against the actual thing that they want or the actual thing that you know they kind of know will you know like Make them happy if that makes sense.
2: Mm. They don't know what they truly want. They don't, and 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 that doesn't mean that that's wrong. Um, and a lot of people say you're so young, um, like you're so young to be doing what you love. And I'm like, yeah, but if you see the past five years, like it was like literally torture for me. So it made me grow up. It made me choose a, a path quite quickly, which I do. I genuinely enjoy. Like, I'm happy to work seven days a week. Um, I had my first week off when I went on holiday the other week. Um, so we were meant to be the podcast, now I went yeah. on holiday. Um, I haven't had a week off in probably three years. I just haven't, um, because I truly enjoy it. I truly enjoy making content. Um, I truly enjoy um, all the work that I do. And it took me a while to do that, but what it comes down to is doing your homework. Yeah, so the the biggest thing is, and and people say, I want to find purpose in life. And purpose can change, but sort of your one main outcome will tend to stay the same. My outcome always has been, I want to help people that could have been, I started a podcast and I had a a, loads of people on. And and instead of me learning all this information, I could have, I could have done it that way. So my outcome has always been the same. I want to help more people. And that was it. I went down so many different paths in order to eventually find this one. And like I said, I've started like 10 businesses in the past. Um, I've started um, in total three, two YouTube channels. One of them I haven't used, I don't use anymore. I've started four Instagram pages, no, five Instagram pages, um, a TikTok page, um, and and they're sort of the platforms that I mainly use. And it took me a while to sort of find and and, uh, redefine my message. So the biggest thing is find someone who truly inspires you and not the sense of the goals that they've got or what they've got in life, but more in the sense of um, the daily process of what they do. So I'll give an example. Do you guys know Joe Dispenza?
1: I've heard of him. I haven't really engaged with a lot of his content, but yeah. I've
2: heard. Of so so I'm I'm going to one of his events in November and I listen to him every single day without fail, every single day because I love his content so much. I love what he's about, I love the mission he he has and love how easy he helps people change when I discovered his stuff, it was like, I, I love his outcome, but his day-to-day process of running seminars, running retreats around the world, um, going on podcasts, writing books, I was like, that's what I want to do. I was like, that is exactly what I want to do. So then I started to ask myself, and again, this has taken like five years or four years, three or four years into my journey for me to say, ah, oh, this is the person, because originally, like I said, I thought it was Tony Roberts, and I love his stuff. But in today's day, I do believe that there's got to be a lot more, um, Rather than just being just doing what Tony Robbins does, I want to do a, like a bit more esoteric stuff. I, I love the way that Joe Dispenza does it in, in regards to meditation, hypnosis and all that kind of stuff. And obviously um, I do hypnosis myself. So I started going down that route. And when I found out how much I truly would love to do the daily day uh, to day process of what he does, I was like, OK, perfect. So what, what's, what's, what's the next questions I start to ask myself? What would, I, what would I do if I had all the money in the world? Money didn't matter. What would I truly do? And it would be run retreats around the world. I would love to do that. Absolutely love to. I'd love to be able to buy a retreat center and do it myself. Um, but obviously that costs a lot of money. So it's going to have to um, be the build up to get there, get there first. Then it would be, what would you do if you have six months to live? who who would you speak to? Would you travel the world? Would you, would you really be that scared about asking that person on a date? Would you really be that scared about taking that one opportunity to speak on stage? Would you really be that scared? Because when we start to look at it in a sense of if I was going to die tomorrow, would I be happy with what I've done? And my, my, my immediate answer now would be yes. I haven't achieved everything that I want to do. And I completely agree with that I haven't achieved everything. There's so much I want to do. Um, and I know exactly where my goals are going but right now I would be happy because I've lived for me. I've lived on purpose and I've lived like in my truth. I haven't conformed to what when everyone told me, go get a normal job, go do this, go do that. I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try this. I was like, what, what what, if you fail? What if I fail? What's the worst that can happen? I can always go back to get another job if I fail completely. Um, and plus I'm young anyway. Like you guys, you guys yourself are young. Like even if we did everything wrong for the next 10 years, like we're still thirty. 30 32 33 34 however old uh, you guys are we're still young like people think that 30 is old i'm like that's not old but like, think about how old people are living till today think about how old we're going to live till In considering um the, the the world that we live in so i truly believe that if you can understand that one day is going to be over and we know that there's a there there is a day if you knew the exact day what would you do up until that day would you live on purpose or would you just live in that that daily grind of nine to five saying, I hate my job, I hate this, I hate my uh, partner, I hate my friends, I hate where my life's going, or would you start to sit back and go, what would my bucket list be? What would my wish list be? And just slowly start ticking them off. If, if you really want to go skydiving, save up some money, go skydiving. It may not be all what you cracked up for, it may not be as good as you expected. Um, and, and sometimes sometimes that happens. But if we really want to live a life on purpose, we need to start asking ourselves these deeper questions to say, what is it that I want to do? And who truly am I? Because I could say I want to be a professional footballer. I don't like football. I'm not good at it. And I'm not really a sports person. I'm, I'm like, I, I go to the gym and I keep myself in shape, but I'm, I'm just not a massive athlete. So for me, it's an illogical thing for me to want to do because I won't enjoy it. But some people they they do things because it's the cool thing to do, and especially in today's world where it's like becoming an entrepreneur. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Everyone yeah. wants to be an entrepreneur now. Everyone does.
1: Yeah. Um, it sounds like definitely from your journey. Um, and I don't want to get your take on kind of on this um, in terms of like just starting that journey and like what are people want to kind of go and pursue. And so I'll give kind of give an example from my, my own experience, I suppose, is in terms of like, when I first started, I hated my, my nine to five. I like, mm. really, I've said this sto- story so many times, like I would drive the long way. So I was late, you know, like I w- wanted to be late on purpose, you know, cause I just hated it so much. Like I just did not want to be there um, and, uh, and everything. So I was, you know, doing that. Um, and then I, I knew that I would like so I knew what I didn't want I suppose, mm. but what I but then kind of diving into what I do you want like I then started to come across like Gary Vee, Tony Robbins etc. Um, and the, oh. you know they were really inspiring like diving more into their content, um, but then I just kind of developed like this mindset of just like starting that journey right starting that process mm. by starting to read the books and and in that so at my point I suppose is I didn't really have crystal clear on like what I wanted per se, mm. but I just started the journey actually to discover and find out what that is. And I think a lot of people are maybe scared to just start because obviously it is different, it is the unknown. But it's actually through that process and it sounds similar with you that actually I found like more actually this is what um I want my purpose to be you know this is what yeah. I you know this is what I want my mission to be in life you know yeah. this yeah. is my this is m- m- like my vision you know I always had like a bunch of ideas but it was very I kind of kind of see it as like I had like that path in front of me but I, I couldn't like, necessarily see the next step type of thing You know, I yeah. knew what, yeah. what kind of path I wanted to be on but I couldn't see you know really in front of me so i'm kind of interested in like this whole kind of message i suppose of just starting and if you think that's a valuable one to help people just to start to discover more about themselves because for me and it sounds like similar for you you know you started three four five years ago um and it's only been in what the last two three years that you've then started to um you know dive into more what you do now Mm. and obviously Mm. you mentioned before like make money in the last what was it like the last year two years yeah, last year. Um, so the the it's,
2: it's, it's, a, it's a funny one, really, because purpose in itself and finding what you truly love to do is all, all well and good. And it's just having that outcome in mind. So like I said, when you know that outcome, you can, and, and I'll explain it in two different ways. So just getting started is the biggest thing. And I've got a quote on my wall, one of these ones, or what was it? That one, that one there. It says, it's by Martin Luther King. You don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. And it's so true. If you're driving a car at night, you don't know what's a mile in front of you. Your headlights give you a hundred meters. That's all you need. You only need that hundred meters. You just need to see the next step. You may come across roadworks and likely you will come across roadworks. You're going to hit bumps. You may get a puncher. That's part of driving a car. If you don't want to get a puncher, don't drive a car. If you don't want to, um, like break down, don't drive a car. It's that's unfortunately the way the world works. Um, or unfortunately, I say fortunately because it just gets people to do stuff and taking action is the biggest thing. It doesn't have to be step 50. it's just step one. If you want to start a business, don't start a business today. Research. How can I start a business? What do I need to do in order to start this business? That could be step one, reading a book about business. Um, reading a book about um, and one of the biggest reasons. I've just finished listening to an audio book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. You need a why in life. You need a why in life. And what I want to explain now is how you can really begin to make those shifts and start to attract all this stuff back into you is just the power of your mind. So when you know that outcome, and this, this is what I say, it takes homework, study people, see what results you want, see the process that you're happy to follow. And then you know what you need to do. Then it comes down to how do you actually begin to do that? And the way that I, that I help people uh, completely reprogram their minds is by going into the subconscious mind. And we live 95% of our life in our subconscious mind. So the thoughts that you thought yesterday, 90% of them are going to be the same as what you're thinking today. Um, The actions that you take yesterday, 90% of them are going to be the same as today. Um, Even for example, the little things, what side of bed you get out? How do you use to brush your teeth? Do you look at your phone first thing in the morning? Do you go to the gym? What breakfast do you eat? It's going to be 90% 90 the same as yesterday. Um, Some days are a little bit better, some days are a little bit worse. So, it, what it comes down to is how can we make these shifts in our life? And the brain is such an incredible tool and I've been studying it for a while now. Um, and this is why I'm going to the Joe Dispenza retreat to learn. Um, I really want to dive into neuroscience and um, quantum physics and all the, 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 the brain. I love how it works. And what it comes down to is when you can mentally rehearse something in here, your brain literally creates new synaptic connections to say that's already done. It's already done. So for example, how do you um, do? Do you guys both drive? I do yeah, yeah. So when you first started to learn to drive, how impossible did it feel?
1: Very. <laughs>
2: yeah, and now well, how easy does it feel?
1: Easy, yeah, pretty easy. Why? So it's, it's actually funny. I was reading something um, was a few few years ago, and it, and it, I think it really plays into what, you, what what you're sharing in terms of like, have you ever got to work and then force yourself? How the hell did I get here? it's because the car journey to work is so programmed into your subconscious mind,
0: mind. yeah you just do it
1: you know so i, I i'm assuming it play, very much plays into 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 that yeah that, that's exactly
2: right and and that's actually called um highway hypnosis you're, you're hypnotized to the road your, your subconscious mind takes over and drives you the whole way there you don't need to think about it um and that's the power of Thinking positively, um, becoming a person of abundance, becoming a person of happiness, becoming a person of joy, becoming a person of confidence. I was so petrified of like speaking to people, of talking on stages, but I've rehearsed it so many times in here through the power of visualisation. And the way that I explain it is. When you get, when you lower your brainwave state, so we have brainwave states, I don't know how familiar you guys are with this, Um, and obviously beta is sort of what we're in now, alpha is a more relaxed state, theta is like a deep hypnosis meditation, Um, and delta is uh, deep sleep, and then gamma is like a heightened perception, heightened awareness, super consciousness they call it. Um, It takes a lot of effort to get to gamma, Um, I've only maybe got there a couple of times, but the goal is to get to theta every single day we go through this state every single day whenever we wake up whenever we go to bed we've got we go into that theta state so this is why i meditate in the evenings and in the mornings to um, reach that state of theta much easier and when you're in that state of theta when you begin to imagine and you add your senses you can see it smell it taste it touch it feel it when you can really get to that place and you can create it in here that's when the brain creates those connections to say i've already done this so now for me when i go and speak on stage I will not be scared anymore. Like, obviously, I'm going to have nerves. Obviously, like, you're going to have the butterflies, of like, doing it and stuff like that. That's going to be normal. But I'm not going to be scared because I know what it is like. I've already already experienced it. And the way that you learn to drive a car is through experience. You can't just learn how to drive a car through a book. So, theoretically, what that comes down to is you can't just learn how to become confident through a book. How do you Mm -hmm. do it? You have to experience it. Now, how do you actually experience something if you don't have the confidence to go and be confident? And it's, it's like a, contradictory, a contradicting yeah. um, like phrase. But what it comes down to is if you create the confidence in here, your mind is so sure of itself being confident and the repetition of doing this, it then becomes, you start to create the muscle of confidence. Just like going to the gym. How do you, how do you get bigger biceps? You work out your biceps. How do you get bigger triceps? You work out your triceps. How do you get a bigger confidence muscle? You must work it out. So if anyone right now is listening and they want to create a level of confidence or something like that, because that's the biggest thing Like we all need, we all need the base level of confidence to be able to do anything. We need that confidence in ourselves to say, that's it. I'm going to go for this. And if you want to create that base level of confidence, you need to get into that deep state of meditation, that deep state of hypnosis. And again, that's why I use hypnosis when I work with people, because I can get them to that state very quickly in a matter of five, 10 minutes um, and then work in confidence to their, to their subconscious mind. Um, and, and, Once you can do this enough times, you are allowing these connections to be created. But the difference is if you aren't reviewing this information, if you aren't going over this, those connections that have just been made will just they'll just prune apart. They'll just they'll just disappear. They just won't stay. And again, how do you drive a car? Repetition. How do you learn the alphabet? Repetition. So how do you become confident? Repetition. And the more you do it here, it then allows you to be able to go outside of yourself and start to become this person of confidence. And then you start to ask yourself, so what does a confident person do? How do they sit? Do they sit like this? Or do they sit with their shoulders rolled back? Do they breathe deeply? Do they Are they more expressive? Um, and you start to pick up these little things that you can do to become a confident person.
1: Makes sense. I mean, um, a couple of questions and then, well, I'll hand it back over to Leroy before we wrap up. Um, so what I wanted to ask um, was... With the, so so you said with like the public speaking, et cetera, something you want to do and you play it over over your your mind. So then is it um, kind of replaying it over in your mind and then actually like practically in person also doing that so then the connection stays?
2: So for example, you want to be that person of confidence. How do you act on that stage? and you start to you start to and and when i say visualize it's not just like oh yeah i can see myself on stage it's like no you get to that place where Hmm. after your meditation whenever i come out of my meditation i'm literally just like i feel good that's that's how i want to feel some days it's not as great as that and i admit that um but that's my goal and i want to get to that place where i come out and i'm like i'm feeling confident um and that's what it is yeah you you begin to do that and then you're like okay so how am i standing how am i how am i walking how am i talking am i standing there going like this like standing like all like closed up just like and this is what i need to talk about or am i standing there talking moving across the stage am i am i doing this am i like what is it that i'm doing mm. um and then it's implementing that into your everyday life and i'm sure you've heard yeah. from tony robbins where he says positive thinking alone doesn't solve your problems mm. walking out into your garden shouting there's no weeds there's no weeds there's no weeds there's no weeds is not going to get rid of the weeds <laughs> It may, by, by chance, someone manifests come around and dig up your weeds. You may have to pay them or they may happen to do it for free or you have to go out and do it yourself. But they won't just vanish in thin air. That's not going to happen. Mm. So it's creating it in here but then also taking that massive action and allowing yourself to say, it's not going to be easy. Just like when I first started content creation, I, f- I found a video on my phone on my um, in my iCloud stories the other day and it was one of the first videos. It was 20 minutes long and I'm literally sitting there reading through like all the goals that I'm writing down. I'm like, so this was um when i was writing some affirmations and i'm just talking in one tone there's no expression whatsoever i'm just sitting there like that and then i began to make more videos which allowed me to be more expressive so that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that i'm because i'm quite an introverted person to be honest but i understand if i want to engage an audience i need to engage an audience i can't just sit there and go so this is how you create connections in your brain. You have to visualize it. That's not going to be engaging enough. So I need to be standing there explaining how these connections are going to be made and how you can maintain them and then sustain them for the rest of your life as well.
1: Last thing for me. And then Leroy, I, I will bring you in. Um, mm-hmm. where, where, where do you kind of stand then on also with like, affirmations? Um, mm-hmm. um, so I've tried affirmations. Like when I first began my, my journey, I was doing it for like a period of two years. Um, but I, yeah 18 months um but i didn't necessarily feel they were working for me if that makes sense um yeah, yeah. so i'm interested yeah. in where you stand on affirmations and, and i'll I tell you a reason why like one of the affirmations like uh, i forgot what oh, forget what, what it was but i like i knew it was like not true that makes sense like i knew like it felt like i was lying to myself you know yeah yeah um so i'm kind of interested in your taking that
2: yeah right so with an affirmation, it needs to be relatively believable, but also just slightly out of your comfort zone. So for example, saying I am a multimillionaire right now is not realistic. Saying I am attracting abundance into my life is realistic because I am attracting abundance into my life. And I started to, I, very similar to, to that, that was my old affirmation. I'm a multimillionaire. I'm rich. I'm, a, I'm so rich. I'm the richest man in the world. That's what my affirmations were. But my subconscious mind is like, no, you're not. (laughs) What are you talking about? So it's making them realistic, but just outside your comfort zone. So for example, if I'm working with someone who's very depressed and anxious, I'll use the affirmation. I am enough rather than I'm the most happy and confident person because that's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. I am enough. is sustainable. But the key with affirmations is it's not just about saying it, it's feeling it. So feeling will change everything. When you feel upset, or let's say, for example, you stub your toe in the morning first thing, Then you're like, oh, no, I've, I've, not got any, um, I've not got any food for breakfast. Then you go and get in your car. Your car doesn't start. You're literally manifesting because you're feeling in that state of worry, fear, stress. So when you, when you combine an intention, an affirmation, with the feeling, which is an elevated emotion, something of gratitude, love, um, something that's a higher vibrational emotion, gratitude, love, um, empowerment, enlightenment, something like that then you start to, they, they start to work together. And there was actually studies that were done to see the power of, um, they, they basically got very um, experienced meditators, they were monks, um, to focus their intention on um, a strand of DNA. And they were like, can you unwind this DNA just by the power of intention? And they couldn't. And I'm like, okay, can you unwind this strand of DNA from the power of feeling alone? And they couldn't. But when they began to combine the power of feeling and intention, they could physically like just by the power of thought and well, intention and feeling, they were able to unwind a strand of DNA, which most people would say is impossible. Right. But they were, they managed to do it by the power of thought and feeling. So what it comes down to is what affirmation do you, do you have? Is it, I am abundant. Okay, perfect. Do you feel abundant right now? No. Okay. So what do we need to do? We need to move into that state of feeling abundant. Receiving 10 pounds theoretically is of receiving an abundance finding a penny on the floor theoretically is receiving abundance So how can you elevate that emotion of abundance when you're saying I am abundant? How can you elevate that emotion of confidence when you're saying I am confident? For example, if I just went like that I am confident That's 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 just saying words It's pretty much just talking, like, nonsense. If I'm saying, I am confident, I am feeling confident, and you're moving into an expressive state of confidence, then you'll begin to step into confidence. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, perfect sense. Um, Leroy, do you have any final thoughts or any thoughts on that? And then, any final thoughts, and then we'll hand it back over to Max. Yeah,
0: like, nah, I'm just listening to you guys. Like, it's just been interesting, you know. Um, Everything you guys have been saying, it's, it's true, man. Like, you think, from... I guess my take from everything is like um, living a purposeful life. I think that word in itself, purpose, right? We overestimate and underestimate it at the same time. The way that we overestimate it, we feel like it's such a big deal of uh, lifestyle change that you have to do in order for you to feel like you're living on purpose. And then we underestimate it in a sense that like we generally just feel like is it? I, I I'm I'm okay. I'm 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 good where I am. Like you know, for my nice, for my nice things. I'm comfortable. That's the word. Mm. Comfortable, right? So, purpose right now, yeah, I can wait, right? Mm. But when we really look at that word, like living your life on purpose, it's when you wake up on purpose. there's some one of you was saying like you know? Okay, you wake up like yeah. Look, when you were you were asking like okay you know, you can't see the stairs, you know? You're saying Martin Luther was like, you don't need to see the whole staircase. You just Mm -hmm. need to see the first step. Like that time when you decided, okay, fine. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know Mm -hmm. what that is, that purpose thing is, but I want to get to a place where I'm living for that purpose, right? Mm -hmm. What we don't realize now when we make that decision is that it's not necessarily like what you said, Max, like your purpose is almost like changed because of the like that way of looking at life in a very like um, it's what's that word or something like that right it's basically saying that you you see life in so many different uh, um, lights perspectives mm-hmm. that it gives you a, a continued like um, evolve, involvement you know, evolving of like that yeah. purpose. Yeah. You get me? yeah, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're yeah. now evolving in that purpose because of all that, that you're taking in. Now, when we live on purpose, it's like what you said, Luke, like you just began doing things that you thought would lead you closer to that. That is purposeful living already because you're already saying to yourself, I will purposefully pick up my pen and write in the book what I want to achieve I will purposefully get up and get to the gym. I will purposefully do this, which I could not do or I would procrastinate on if I chose to. Right? Mm. In those little things, like now you are taking, that's a step in itself. Like that's you already living on purpose, on purpose, not off purpose, you know? Because now if you wake up in the morning and you, you feel like, I don't know what to do or whatever, not, you're generally not living on purpose. But Mm. even if it's as simple as like, okay, today I'm waking up, I'm cleaning, I'm doing this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to go to the shop. It may not be some grand like plan to save the world, but that very purposeful way of dealing with your day. Like, you know, I've always said that, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm. So any one thing you do is how you will will apply to anything else in your life. Mm-hmm. right so when you look at how you you know leave your house you know how how does your house look how do you you know take care of yourself all those things they're so intertwined that like you said like the brain in itself like when we are constantly doing something right when you do something like let's say you party so much you know the brain knows Right. If 90% of the things that you did yesterday, you need to do today, half the time it will attract you or it will, you will be in places that enable you to live on that purpose of a party life. Mm, mm, right. mm, now, exactly. when you are trying to change that into a different form of like living now, it's hard because half the time you feel like you're in a desert, you're mm. walking in a desert. Because you've left a city that you have been living in, that you've had that comfort, like we're saying. But now, because you're trying to change purpose, for a while you have to walk in a desert, like Max, You for a while you were four or five years, you, you're able to get a job, do something, you know. But you're like, no, I see there's another, I can set up camp somewhere else, I see something yeah i'm just gonna keep walking and i will get to that city i see it it's bigger do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. there's more Mm -hmm. opportunities for me there right within yourself like now you are purposefully taking those steps you're purposefully taking that step on that staircase right Mm. and it's not now a point of seeing the purpose already now before you've started anything but it's literally living on purpose, waking up with the purpose of saying, I want to grow my confidence. I want mm. to do those things now, exactly. you know, like you said, like what you're saying now, Luke, like is, is it knowledge and experience, right? And what Max, you're saying like that, you have to take, you can't just say go outside and then the weeds are just going to go. You know mm. what I mean? It, it won't happen. But if you so, really are interested in making your garden nicely, are you not going to read a book and then pick up the spade? So that you no, can no. apply what you have practically been yes. learning. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. So in that practice, I've always thought that uh, experience and knowledge equals growth.
2: You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Because and They go hand in hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And, um, and, and, like, yeah. like you said there, the staircase is now the purpose. It's not the end goal. It's, it's, it's enjoying that, that staircase. It's enjoying every step. And admittedly, there's going to be steps that you're not going to like there's going to be that stair that just creaks constantly. And you're just like, like it's 10 o'clock at night or it's, it's, it's two o'clock in the morning and everyone's asleep in the house and you're stepping on that staircase and it's just making so much noise. And you're just like, I don't like this step. I don't like this step. I have to stand on this one in order to get to the next one. Um, and that is part of it. And, and I'll give, I'll literally give you the secret to happiness. The happiness is very simple. If you want to be happy in life, all you need to do is make progress in some area of your life. Whether that is, and, and some people's purpose generally is like some people, like you said, some people see purpose as something that's like exponential, that is huge. Some people see purpose that is absolutely minimal. There's no one purpose fits all. Someone's purpose could be to be a school teacher. Someone's purpose could be to be a good father, a good mother. Someone else's purpose is to be a good son, a good daughter. Someone else's purpose is to be um, a world leader. There's no one purpose that fits all, but there's one purpose that fits us. Us three, we're all individual. We're all unique. We've all got our own different purposes. So if I if I compared my purpose to your guys' purpose, it's not logical because we're completely different people. We want completely different things. Maybe our outcome is the same. Maybe we all want to help people in some sort of way. But the staircase is all going to be different. Mine may be made out of stone. Yours may be made out of wood. And Luke's may be made out of carpet. There's no, um, there's no telling what it's going to be. But that's the biggest thing. If you truly want to be happy in life, make progress in one area of your life is that being the best parent you can be okay read some books about parenting okay understand how you can implement all the skills that you've learned from those books into your into your um, practice with your children um, is it that you want to be a physician okay perfect get the get the um, right qualifications that you need to be a physician is it you want to be a professional athlete? Are you making progress in your body every day? Are you eating the right foods? Are you uh, training hard? Are you training harder than the next person? And there's always going to be one person that is always going to outdo you. So it's not about being the best. It's about being your best. And when you're progressing in that every day, even if it's 0.01%, like don't you me wrong, there's days at the minute, and I'll be completely honest, TikTok is something that's absolutely taken a lot of time from me because I, I end up just scrolling on it. I'm like, I need to get off this. I need to start working. Um, and... And that's something that I sometimes struggle with, but that doesn't mean that I'm not getting better. It doesn't mean that I'm not attracting more abundance, more um, love, more greatness, more gratitude into my life because I am, but some things we're always going to have those hiccups. We're always going to have those roadworks in the way that we just need to steer around sometimes. And it takes time to do that.
1: hundred percent, you know, um, and so there's this guy, um, an awesome friend of mine um, called Ryan Hartley. Um, he's got this community called always better than yesterday. And I really love mm-hmm. like, the mindset there, which is, you know, being always better than yesterday you know in that constant improvement so um, yeah quick shout out for him but anyway guys I'm, I'm sure we could go on for forever um but you know so max would be amazing to you know bring you back on um if you're interested one day um and oh, definitely and you know continue um these types of conversations but where can people find you online if they do want to learn more about what you do um and connect with you
2: Mm -hmm. so youtube my youtube account is max hindle transformation for fulfillment um that's a lot more long form content of really how to rewire your mind um there's a lot of videos on there um i'm starting to move into sort of more spiritual stuff like incorporating my spirituality um how to impact the mind and combining the two and really just making change um easy for people um instagram is it spells maximilian but it's m-a-x-i-m-1-1-1-1-o-n um and the same for tiktok they're my three main platforms and yeah that's that's my stuff and then my website is maxhypnotherapy.com
1: amazing um i'm pretty sure you probably sent those links over when you booked so guys um they're all in the description so go and check those out um and max thank you so much for joining us today
2: no problem at all i'm grateful grateful for the the chat guys it was great to meet you both
1: Uh, thanks a lot max
2: no problem at all my friend
1: awesome so guys we will be back next week i don't think we have a guest next week so me and leroy will be discussing a topic uh, that's a bit um unorthodox as we do um but in the meantime have an awesome rest of your week and uh see you guys next week hey guys thank you so much for tuning into this episode of unorthodox perspectives if you like today's episode on the show please subscribe and leave a comment below All relevant links for today's episode of the podcast can be found in the description, so please check them out. And we will be back next week with another episode. Until then, have have an an awesome awesome week.
0: week.